Hey, all you dads out there, welcome to another episode here of the Fearless Fathers Podcast, the podcast for you to break the generational traditions that no longer serve you so you could be a better dad, human being, and just an overall parent in the long run. It is Davo and Ryan here with a brand new episode. We took a couple weeks off. I'm just finally getting over a sore throat, blocked ears, and all the other fun winter shit that's been going on in today's life. So now that I finally have a voice, and I have Ryan here, I guess, so I guess that's kind of cool, but uh, you know, how you doing, buddy? We all had COVID again. <laughs> Did you really? No, I didn't. I didn't. Oh. I didn't catch it. Thank God I didn't catch it. I just go fuck good. My parents had it. My grandmother had it. Um, it's been going around up here. Like, no, we, bad, like we bad, didn't have bad. COVID. Yeah. But like, I told you this, like my son, essentially the last week he had what was called the para influenza type two virus, yeah. which I told you this. It's like, it's like a watered down version of RSV. I, I told my wife what it was and she's like what i'm like she's like that's really really awful and i'm like is it and she's like yeah it's a terrible terrible thing for what a four-year-old to have yeah well it was wild because like he went to bed that saturday night and like he had the running nose and like the congestion like the basic toddler sickness and he went to bed he sounded a little raspy so we're like all right good night bud you know whatever and he started he he sounded like he had a smoker's lung like he was hacking up a lung so bad at like midnight like we've never heard that before from him that, yeah that could turn into rsv really fast yeah cat uh, cat had something he was coughing up all all last week too and i just like and you just feel like there's there's not a whole lot you can do about it um we put a uh the um the cold steamer in his room and we yeah fixed on him and we put it filled him full of mucinex um and just try to keep the cough suppressing down so he could sleep at night and after about seven days, it finally went away. But the last time that started, it was it was exactly like the thing you're talking about. It's fucking bad. Well, it was it was wild. So like Kristen ended up giving him Motrin and stuff. And we're like, she's yeah. like, I think we need to go to the ER. I'm like, yo, let's go. Like, it's 1230 at this point. I'm barely I was just about to fall asleep. I'm like, let's go to the yeah, ER. Yeah, going to sleep at that point. No, <laughs> at that point. So we, we ended up rushing yeah. to the ER and they took his temp. He had a hundred point three fever. So he right. was just under low grade fever but that was because the motrin kicked in like a half right, hour beforehand right, right. I, I bet you the motrin kicked it down from like 102 that's what i'm thinking that's yeah. exactly what i was thinking but yeah. we were at the er and we sat there for hours and we're like what the fuck is going on yeah and then kristen ends up talking to the receptionist she goes well there's no wait time or anything but it's been about nine hours that people have been getting seen we're like what yeah see ya we're like gooses yeah. So we ended up going home. We gave him, you know, he took his motor. Well, he had his motor and stuff, but he was already sounding better. So we ended up sleeping, you know, the next day he, he didn't have a fever, but he still had that really bad hacker's cough. Like the fever stayed down yeah. luckily. Yeah. And that's the important part. They ended up doing that. the, yeah, they, they did the culture and everything while we were at the ER. Like they did a quick um, respiratory swab on him. So yeah. we already had the testing when she went to urgent care with them. And that's when they found the para-influenza too. We're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. So we've been all battling that now for the yeah, last well, week in the Davo household. It's it's the best. It's, it's been wild. So good. Yeah. I'm sorry. But sorry to hear we that. We are here. We are yeah. here. We are ready and we are awoke. Yeah. We are woke today. We're we're gonna talk about candy, little candy and shells and changing their shoes and not wanting to fuck them anymore. <laughs> Is is that what we're talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's in the news right now. Um, I, I we always used to say like we're not a um, a uh, 
uh, like a news podcast or anything. But this like something needs to be said about this. Uh, current events. That's what I was trying to say. We're current current events. events. Yay. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait. Thanks. Thanks for the save there. Oh, here, buddy. Hey, I'm here for you, buddy. <laughs> um, we're not a current events podcast, but um, we need to talk about this because <laughs> it's another one of those. Um, it's another one of those uh, examples of like the the media specifically uh, misrepresenting something to no. uh, to no. scare to scare people in both directions. Like it's no. not just it's not just one group of people, and it's just like. I live by this rule of balance. Like you need a little bit of everything. <laughs> um, so like when I go do the, when I, when I go and I, you know, once a week decide I'm really going to go sit down and, and read a newspaper. Um, I start at the AP and then work my way in both directions <laughs> to see what, see what everyone else is saying about the same problem and then come to a conclusion based on that, which is a really fucked up way to do it. But it's just kind of the way things have to be uh, yeah. because of, because of the shit we're talking about today. So yeah, we're talking about wokeness. Something we promised we'd Woke. never never do, but here we are doing it. Well, you know what? We talked about that we never want to do something like this, but we're going to put our own spin on it. And again, yeah. this isn't this isn't to be politicized. This isn't to be, you know, if you've listened to the podcast long enough, and if you're just here with us, I would say Ryan and I are pretty much right down the middle when it comes to life in general. Like we mm-hmm. both have our slight slight deviations on either side. But that's the reason why we do what we do here. And, yeah. this, you know, this isn't going to be politicized. You know, I don't want to hear it in the fucking comments. Oh, you guys are this. No, yeah, this is. Yeah. We, we deliver you information be based on what we think is going to help dads. Right. And unlike, you know, the news, this is our opinion. This is this is our opinion. Take it or leave it. Like You're not going to change my opinion on something. It's my no. fucking opinion. If you change my opinion, that's your opinion. And now I don't get one anymore. <laughs> so fuck you. Um but you know, me, me and Dave politically, we land pretty close. But that's the thing is like it's our individual choice, and we both kind of land in the middle. Um, there's no no real political party fucking defines me or him. Um, and we can say one way or the other, but like everything's so polarizing these days, it's it's disgusting. And yeah. that we're, we're going to go through right now, um, which is going to be. I don't know. Big pile of steamy horse shit. <laughs> Scoop great. it up, baby. Let's it's go. It's phenomenal. Let's Why did I do it. that? I don't know why I did that sound. That was yeah, wild. you're not a Philadelphia yeah. Eagles fan. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk. But that wasn't a catch, by the way. That is one thing I could say is that was not a fucking catch. Oh, okay. Cool. We'll just count the other three catches. How about that? That's fine. We'll, that's, yeah, fine. that's fine. I'm okay yeah, with that. That, that yeah. one catch, though, that's all I care about. That yeah. that that never happened. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, now Andy Reid gets to come back and oh maybe. All right, here. This is my uh this is my thoughts about it now. I'm putting it out in the universe, so I hope it's true. So you know how Andy Reid, when he when he was the coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, um, he was famous for like all his trick plays. Maybe yeah. this is his magnum opus. Maybe Ooh. this is the end. He tanks. He tanks the che- the Kansas City Chiefs so he could win one more time in Philly and return to the city as a hero. <laughs> he gets. Then he I gets like the long. You know what? I like the long shot. I hate <laughs> the amazing. analogy. Yeah, that, I hate that, it. Oh, I know, I know. But like, then he can have all the fucking tasty cakes and, and cheese steaks he wants. <laughs> He's just on the sidelines with 40 bags of Middlesworth barbecue and a Geno's fucking cheesesteak. 
Yeah, and I'm not I'm not hating the man for being overweight. I'm overweight. Uh but like man, did that guy like to eat some Geno's <laughs> holy fuck. Um but I bet you Kansas City is a food city and I bet you it, it plays right into his uh Midwestern shaped body like real bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a food city. It's a barbecue city. Yeah, no, I, I actually, I actually, that's fucked up. I really like Kansas City. Both Kansas cities, they're both very, very good foodie cities. Um, and it's, uh, I, I hope they lose. <laughs> so I'm kidding. I'm, I'm definitely an Eagles fan. So fuck you until I got to come there and get a sandwich, and then you know, go KC. Please, please don't hit me. <laughs> yeah, I, Dave, I refuse to Dave's see all, Philly fucking Dave, win a championship. Dave, Dave's all butthurt about I'm, a game, a theoretical game that never happened because the Cowboys weren't good enough to get to it. <laughs> if San Fran could have played like that when they played the Cowboys, everything would have been fine with the world. Everything would have been fine. I would have been happy. Would have been great. Yeah. Would have, would have been great. I mean, like, but cried no. like cried like bitches. I, I, I cried that's like what a they bitch. Did. That, no, no, no. The San Fran cried like bitches. They were yeah, awful. This is true, too. Yeah, they were so terrible. <laughs> Kyle Kaepernick cursed them <laughs> on, his way out of, on his way out of town. <laughs> you will never win. Never! <laughs> they, they had the hospital squad. What, what else could you expect from them? No, they no, had their no. 45th string quarterback in. Jalen Hurts looks like shit too. By yeah, he not does. like yeah, he he just looks, yeah, he looks like, like crap. Everything on that young man is broken. Yep. Um, and it's just like, oh, how many times do you want to get hit with a refrigerator today? Oh, good, because that's your job now. Also, you have to uh, throw this. Uh, you have to throw this uh, football eighty yards through this little this little hoop about this this big. So, um, yeah, how many millions do you want for that? And I'd still do it, but <laughs> Jalen Hurts is particularly good at it. <laughs> So, hey, it's gladiatorial combat. Nobody's making these guys do this fucking thing. I feel bad he's all fucked up, though. So I don't feel bad. Yeah. Well, how, how, who, who it's Mahomes in Kansas City, right? Yeah. He's fairly healthy right now. I think. Well, he has a high, he's been playing through a high ankle sprain. Oh, okay. All right. So, yeah. He, he was my fantasy guy he, this year. He, he, he was limping. He was limping a little bit during yeah. the uh, championship game, but, uh, you know, yeah. it's, uh, yeah. It's yeah, a, well, so so it's a we'll see. It's a we'll see. It's, it's a we'll see. It's, it's a, a we'll see. see. Yeah. Now the sports section of this fucking podcast is over. <laughs> That's what we're supposed to talk about. <laughs> and here's Ryan with the news. Here's Ryan yeah, with current events. Here's event. Ryan with the fucking sports commentary. Yo, fucking Dallas pieces of shit. They lost. They got what they deserve. That's all I really want to see out of this season. <laughs> uh, uh, if you want Ryan to shut his mouth about the Cowboys, leave it in the comments. If you think I'm a dickhead cowboys fan leave it in the comments i already know what it's gonna be so <laughs> yeah, let's go be, yeah you know i'm gonna make some phone calls and be like <laughs> <laughs> leave these hey, comments hey this is the guy right fucking all all of that aside wokeness wokeness woke, woke anus <laughs> wokeness is, is that what we're calling it today i mean you woke can anus? that'd be that would make a good uh that would make a good um is that is that uh, gonna be the thumbnail no don't make no make the thumbnail <laughs> Make it a make it a Mr. Beast thumbnail, and we'll uh, we'll go from there because <laughs> that's that's what apparently what works. Apparently, um, yeah. And um, hey, that in itself is woke by the definition of Boom. woke. Boom. Ooh. And the the definition of woke. Hold on, let me let me read it verbatim. Um, it's it, it, it's an adjective or a comparative adjective. This is uh, the the second. The second definition, by the way, when you go out and you look up the Webster's um, alert to and concerned about social injustice and discrimination. And it has its origins in the uh, 1800s. So it's been around a long fucking time. 
a long time under that definition. It has. Um, and, you know, it's once again, it's, you know, social normative stuff's changing. Uh, people can redefine words and use <clears throat> and use them to you your, use them. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just dying. I'm, I'm dying. <laughs> oh, good, good, uh, good. Um, like, there's a reason I took that thumbs before I started. <laughs> Dave's sitting there looking at me, and I'm just like, blah, 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 yeah. If you're not, if you're not watching this on YouTube, you're missing yeah, yeah. everything. Yeah, you're, you're missing all this. You're missing me. Um, destroy like ten fucking thousand. Yeah, off. great. I'm great. sure. My, I'm sure my doc's gonna have something to say about that. So your entire, um, your entire esophagus is lined with chalk. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Um. Anyway, getting back to what I'm saying, like the I understand, like anything else, that the ideas of the meanings of words change constantly. Um. They changed, but recently, in like recent history, with the advent of you know what we're doing this on the internet, um, people can transmit their ideas, um, way faster than they used to, and the the usage yes. of the term has changed quite a bit. If you look at the graph of usage for this word, like in the mid sixties, it started to, it started a little tumble up. And then right about when the internet came around, all of a sudden everyone's using this term. Like I didn't, I didn't hear about this still a couple of years ago. Like I didn't know in relation to, in relation to what, um, because yeah. I never had a reason to like, I'm like, Oh, I, 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 you know, social injustice is bad. I never knew there was a fucking word for it. Um, just with, just like most idiotic white people. Um, it's just, <laughs> it's true. It, yeah. It's fucking true. It's fucking true. Yeah. Um. So uh, here's the problem with it, though. Um. It, and it's a problem of everything done in good intentions. Um. You know, people defining, um, their status as you know as their as their thoughts on a particular topic so people becoming um woke to race relations people becoming aware of race relations um being like a really a really big thing. oh i just put that together 1960s that makes sense because of civil rights movement yeah yeah i'm dumb yeah i am a dumb white guy yeah oh I, as soon as you said sixes <laughs> yeah. i'm like boom yeah, there yeah, it is boom, yeah yeah you that makes a whole lot is. of sense yeah yep. I, just, I, I, I just put that together live on it <laughs> <laughs> proud of you ryan yep um no it, 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 it we like to we like to make fun but you know you, you should be aware of injustice you should be mm -hmm. aware of social injustice and societal injustice and all of these fucking fun things because they affect you on a daily basis i don't care what color creed uh religion sexuality gender you fucking are it will affect you somehow and we're here to talk about like our opinions on what you should do about it um and the first things first if a media company tells you to be woke or not to be woke here's the first thing you should do is not listen to them because they're fucking trying to sell you something <laughs> like they're trying to sell you an idea they're trying to sell you a narrative or Quite literally, I don't know, a pillow. I don't fucking know. My pillow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, man. Yeah. And I don't need to use Mr. Lindell as a fucking as a fucking example, but like he's the perfect person. Um he's the perfect allegory for this. Like it's it's just like that's exactly what we're fucking talking about. And it happens everywhere. So um the problem with that is it muddies the water across the board to the actual problems that are happening it it's more of a 
clouding device so the people doing the clouding can get done what they want to get done and may leave people confused about what's really going on. Um, and how does that affect you? Well, um, it could affect your neighborhoods. It could cause strife within your neighborhoods. It could affect um, social programs that you use provided by the government. Um, it could perfect, it could affect uh, funding for education, uh, dozens and dozens and dozens of things. It could affect your personal rights, like the second amendment. It could affect all of these things or the first amendment. Ooh, I was going to get sudden, into that. All yeah. of a sudden, it's not it's not okay to talk about certain things. The government says it's bad. Well, that's a clear constitutional violation. It could affect your Fourth Amendment rights. There's so much, dozens so much. and dozens and dozens and dozens of um of things that this could change. And once again, it's a weapon wielded by people that are acting in bad faith. If you are woke to social injustice or racial injustice or housing injustice or monetary injustice or any of the injustices like educational injustice, any uh, food injustice, there's food deserts in this country too. look that shit up. Um, that's fine. You can be that way. That's completely fine. But if somebody tells you being woke is right or wrong, they're fucking they're, they're, they're a bunch of idiots. Fuck them. What's that? Uh, <laughs> what's that old saying? Uh, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Exactly, and that's that's that is the that that's the perfect analogy right here. It's, it's is it an analogy? I, I would I yeah, know. I would call that yeah. like an analogy or like a saying or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, um, except you're definitely saying it. <laughs> so, you're, de- you're definitely yeah. saying it. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. It's a great song, by the way, if you're a metalcore fan. I'm just saying, um, check it out. But you're absolutely right. I mean, we talked about the Great Resignation, and like you yeah. could call that you could call that woke culture because people are figuring out what they're worth. Well, don't use the word woke culture because woke is not a culture. Woke is being aware. Of, but we're but yeah. we're in that. So going off of what the media calls today, woke culture. Right. You're right. What no, they you're call right. woke culture. Do I mean that woke culture? No, but I mean people are being aware of the fact like, hey, I'm worth more money, so fuck you, boss. I'm going to quit. Now you have these whole things saying quiet quitting and all this other kind of shit. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. You know, that – Who's that guy from Shark Tank? Oh, not, um, not Mark O'Leary. Keaton. Yeah. Kevin O'Leary. Yeah, he, Mr. He, Mr. Wonderful. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Fucking Wonderful comes Mr. out. Wonderful. He says, he says, if you're quiet quitting, you're a piece of shit. No, 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 no. Working is a contract, sir. Right. Um and he'll never see it. I hope he does. I hope, I hope we get real famous one day. <laughs> um, uh, working is a contract. You have a contract with your employer to complete tasks X, Y, and Z. And what they do is they provide monetary um, compensation, for, compensation for your time that it took you to do X, Y, and Z. And you have agreed an agreed upon amount of time and you compensation for yourself your health benefits and uh, just whatever else you need. Like it's PTO free, PTO. Perfect. Your personal right. time off. Um, you, you do those that you, and you agree upon that at the point of employment. Now, if you quiet quit, you're doing the bare minimum. And guess what? You, you that you're allowed to do that. You already agreed to it. Um, if, a, if an employer wants you to be there 24 seven and then bitches about your overtime, um, it's time to find a new employer. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's completely fucking wild that that's even still a thing these days. Um, and like the Elon Musk Twitter thing where people are sleeping under their desks. 
and shit. Yeah, that's no. <laughs> right. No. I fucking stopped using Twitter because of that. I haven't used to. Tw- I can't even tell you. I think I created two Twitter accounts in my entire life. One in 07. Don't even remember the login for that. And then another one just to kind of bitch out my congressional representatives. Yeah, That's it. no, I, I have several uh, meme weaponized meme accounts as well um, that I will that I refuse to uh, that I refuse to say out the names of them out loud. But um, I, I have used a whole bunch of times to get back. <laughs> um. But when we're talking about I, w- yeah. I want to go back about the like the civil unrest like we're talking about how that came in started the uptend in the 60s and I'm really glad that mm-hmm. you figured that out on yourself. I'm really proud of you on that I'm one. A, I'm a smart boy. And and we're at the fact today that the internet has become so widely populated that you could get information in a matter of seconds. Well, it's not and, just inf- not just information, but like everybody's opinion all at once disguises right. information. Yeah. When I say information, I'm I'm compiling it all into one right. one right. simple word. When we look at like civil unrest and people are like you talked about like, oh, the wokeness, you have to you have to do this with injustice. It's like I see the injustice. I believe there's a problem with injustice and there has been for fucking centuries. Yeah. Centuries. Yeah. Does that mean I need to go out and I need to riot and I need to do this? No, there's Mm, not really. What what to me, what does that finish? What what does that what what does that get to the end point? All it shows is for me, it shows violence. It shows an inability to. And this may come off shitty, and I don't mean it this Fair way. Enough. Yeah, but it it comes off as a way of like you need to follow my way, or it's the or there's no way at all. And like, when you when like like I see the riots, I, I see all the riots happening, and, and I get it. People are fucking frustrated, and people are afraid to stand up and talk and do all this. So so what do they do? They go out and they fucking riot. Yeah. Does, absolutely. Does that finish anything? No, it, it doesn't fix anything. Let's let's talk about rioting. Because there's a bunch of rioting going on as of the recording of this. There's right. two partic- two particular places right now. Mem- Memphis. Yep. Which uh it's that's com- that's a complicated thing. Yeah. Um yeah, and it in like that turns out there's a lot of personal shit there. Um and it's a bad look for the Memphis police that were very um that were very well intentioned and put in a bunch of uh programs which bit them in the ass and you know hired a couple people that were completely um not suitable for the job at hand. Um and I hope all those police officers go to prison. Uh but then there's another one going on, another police involved shooting. Is it a shooting? I don't know if they shot this kid, but there's um in Atlanta, Georgia, there's a bit there's a bunch of stuff going on right now. And in fact, they okay. deployed a, they deployed a thousand National Guardsmen to that. Um, and basically, what's going on is there's a large public forest within Atlanta, and it's hundreds of acres of protected forest. Um, and what the Atlanta the city of Atlanta and Atlanta police want to do is build a mock version of certain streets in Atlanta to train in the middle of this forest. Um, and there's a lot of people that's like, no, that's public land. Don't fucking do that. And the police are just forcing their hand. So there's a lot of environmental uh, protesters Ugh. and there's a lot of people just from the city that just want, you know, I want to keep the forest the way it is. And, right. um, you know, the city refuses to hold a vote on it. 
Uh, the police are being very forceful with it. And the governor has decided that I'm going to, uh, you know, deploy soldiers, sol- soldiers to it. And like, that's a thing you and me have done, Dave, because we were in the National Guard. Um, and it, it, it's it's really ugly. And a couple of weeks ago, the police, I think they I, I don't know. I, I don't know the circumstance of the young man's death, but killed. They killed a protester, they killed an environmental protester Jesus there. Christ. Um, young man, father just fucking kill him he's in his he was in his late 20s it was awful um i don't think the training center is worth it anymore uh but to your point is that's how things can go from peaceful protesting to rioting very very quickly um during the inactions of the uh security force and the peace force there i'm not saying it's always what it is because sometimes it goes straight to rioting right right um and it does a lot but it, it in it, like in Memphis, there you go. That it's perfect. Um, that's the exact example of that. But like you know, they beat that fucking poor kid to death. Um, and do not go watch that video. I did. I did yesterday. Right. Was, oh, yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but this thing in Atlanta, they were peacefully protesting. Um, and Pete. And by the way, it, it remains to be said, protesting um, as like a community. That's the compromise. That's the compromise before violence. Is and people say, oh, you shouldn't write, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. Well, you know, like uh, protests should be respected. Then, if if that's the case, you can't complain about them protesting something. Well, that that's your First Amendment right is the right to right. peaceful protest. It's right. the right to peaceful protest. Right. So why in a in a society do we beat these fucking people up when they're protesting? Um, and that and I I'm not saying every time it happens because it definitely doesn't. Um, there's been unfortunately hundreds and hundreds of fucking violent riots this year. Well, not, not this year, like just within the last three uh, years alone. Yeah, exactly. There's a thing in Kenosha. Right. Um, there was a thing in uh, Philly, uh, Philly a Philly. couple times. Yeah, you went to the Philly thing. I went to the Philly thing. Um, the Baltimore thing. I almost went to that. Uh, yep. Fucking crazy, crazy, crazy amounts of unrest. It is not the first time it's happened in this country, by the way. Um, and it's. Oh, I, I don't, I don't want to. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't want to cut you off. But you know, when you talked about like they had their peaceful protests in Atlanta, I, I haven't followed that story at all. Yeah, and I followed the Memphis one, but that shows to me the police were were then putting in the protesters' fight or flight response, the natural response that we as humans have. Either they're going right. to fight us and then show how bad of people they are, or they're going to leave and we're going to get our fucking way. And that alone is the wrong yeah. answer. Yeah, yeah. It, but by all means, it's the wrong answer. No, I agree. You're, yeah. You, because we all know we only have one instinctual response, which is fight or flight. We all have it. There's there's no way yeah, to get fucking get rid 100%. of it. Yeah. And you're right. After peaceful protesting, and you're you're given that first amendment right, and after that's been taken away, or you feel like there's no giving towards it. Yeah. What are you gonna do? You're either gonna fight somebody to protect your rights, or you're gonna fucking run away and give them up. Right. Right. And like, it's. A lot of these, like, first of all, I want to say something. I absolutely support the police community. Um, I do. I know police listen to us. I have a ton uh, of friends that are police. Yeah, so do I. I have a ton of family that's police. Mm-hmm. I have state troopers, federal guys, uh, city cops. Uh, you know, there's just absolutely shitload of people from my family are um, are, uh, are are and were police officers. Your job is hard. <laughs> Very. And it's it's thankless, and it sucks. There's a lot of people out there that are angry with you 
Um, there's a lot of people on there that wouldn't give you the time of day and there's no reason for them to, by the way. Um, cause you're the, you're the symbol of authority. Um, that's why being a police officer is a sacrifice and you know, it's, that's why it's hard and that's why, you know, you deserve thanks. Uh, but if you, for even an instant go out and abuse your power, you're a criminal. You're yeah. a fucking criminal. Yeah. <laughs> you are. And that's why it's hard. That's why it takes the right person to be a cop. Um, and, you know, not all cops are bad, but bad cops make all cops look bad. Look bad. Right. 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 And, and like, we know, I know dozens of good police officers that put in good work every oh, yeah. day whose lives are made a thousand percent harder by shitty people doing shitty things. They're out on the streets every fucking day and there's people out there that want to hurt them there's people out there that are on a bunch of drugs that make them violent that incoherent and we don't pay them enough and we don't pay the emts enough and we don't pay the fire department enough and we don't pay the fucking nurses that take care of the people that come off the street enough as a society by the way we're woke now now you're woke now you're now we're very whoa now you're aware (laughs) i just woke i just woke no but um we don't like for whatever reason you you don't hear about any of that you don't hear about like the the social cues that caused all of these fucking problems that we get with that we that we that we have like i'm sure three to four people in atlanta on a city council um a building council uh the top of the police force are the cause of all of that that young sure. man is specifically dead because of the decisions of three to four people. Sure. Uh, and those three to four people should go to prison. <laughs> they should, but they're not going to. <laughs> and any property damage, um, any any of that should be covered by the city because the city is responsible for putting those people in power and those things happening. It's not the, co- the cops' fault for trying to do their jobs. Now- <sighs> Do cops make bad decisions? Yeah, they make bad decisions. Right. So do fucking protesters that go riot. Right. So, you know, I'm going to use this analogy, and I think you could fit me on this one. But sure. I agree with I agree with that aspect of somebody up in city council or even the governor's office said, "No, this is going to fucking happen, and whatever we have to do to make it happen, we're going to make it happen." Oh yeah, that's yeah. that's the direct order. Think about it in a military aspect where you're given a fucking direct order that's considered lawful. Like, let's look at Congress. Congressmen, for example, like they say, hey, you're going to fucking war. Now they're given direct orders by their generals to say, hey, this needs to fucking happen. Something bad happens. Now that soldier's on the hook. But then that higher ranking officer is kind of let off scot-free. Yep. And then it becomes and then it becomes this idea of, well, you should have known better. Well, yeah, that, that that yes, like in the moral fiber of human beings. We should understand that. I don't know all the psychology behind it. I'm learning psychology and all this kind of stuff in my free time. But realistically, when you're given an order in an an authoritative state, we as human beings, we tend to follow those orders. Even if if we believe in ourselves and our moral moral fibers that that's wrong because we're afraid of the repercussions that that could stem from that, whether we lose our careers, we go to jail, whatever the case is. The problem is, is a lot of leaders, and this isn't even talking military, this is talking civilian or wherever in the case, police force, doesn't matter. They get into this idea of my authority is law. 
And if you don't follow my authority, bad things are going to happen. So a lot of officers, like I know a lot of great officers, they would look at their chief and be like, no, fuck you. I'm not going to do that because that's bullshit. I'm not going to, I'm not going to end up on the nine o'clock news because you want to make a fucking statement. Right. The problem lies, right. The problem lies though, is you have a lot of officers, especially new, maybe rookie officers or guys that have been in for years and they don't give a shit. And they're like, fuck it. I'm going to do it because I'm protected. So what does this all mean about being a dad and fucking woke? It, what does yeah. it all? We kind of we kind of got off topic, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm kind I'm kind of bringing yeah, it all back together it, here with the transition. In. With the transition, yeah. It, do you want me to answer that? So, your definition of being woke is going to be different than mine. Your thoughts on it are going to be completely different than mine, and that's the point here. That's the point is to uh, I want all the listeners to go out. And like, say you're like a single news source guy, go out and find a couple of more news sources and, and read the same story and, and just see the differences. See how a see how a um, a media source and their bias uh, can change the narrative very, very quickly. My point is conclude your own opinions about news, but make sure you have the news, the actual news first. Um. Because it could change your thoughts on certain things um, as long as you have all the correct information. And that's my point is like, it's not a bad thing to be woke. It's a bad thing to be tricked. woke to one side or the other. Right. It's like, well, yeah, I don't want you to yeah. be, I don't want you to be woke to one side. I hate right. the political spectrum. I, I can't I, stand I, it. I can't fucking stand it. I don't fall into it. I <laughs> no. have a lot of, I like if somebody, I, I have, I have had dozens of conversations with people and my, the one that sticks out in my head is this one guy's like, Oh, you're kind of already on the, you know, on the one specific side. I won't, I won't be like, so you just, we just got to get you to be a Christian. And I'm like, holy fuck, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I was working a job where I carried a gun and I, I was like, I'll, I'll shoot you in the face. <laughs> don't ever say that to me. <laughs> um, if you don't know, my family's Catholic and like Christian and Catholics, by the way, we don't really get along for a whole bunch of reasons. Um, and Protestants too. We don't really like Protestants either. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> people don't understand why like those things are bad. So draw your own opinions from things. Critically think. Uh, yes. Go out and get all of the information. And then teach your children. Don't watch the news and be reactionary. Don't ever do that. That's so bad for a young mind. It poisons a young mind. It makes fanatics. It makes uh, people that are way too. Um, what's the word I'm looking for, Dave? Eccentric. No, you want people to be eccentric. You want people to be like. I, I don't know the word. Right? I know. I know where you're going yeah. with. I can't think of the word right yeah, now. Yeah, it, it it makes people little. <laughs> It makes people way too um, programmed. Like you don't want to be programmed. You want to fucking think have your, your own thought. You want to think for yeah. your gut. So that's my point. Is like um, whatever your definition of woke coming into this was. I hope you understand that you were probably wrong because I was wrong. It's changed since I started talking about it half an hour ago. <laughs> so. I've been wrong, but you know that's the beautiful thing about life 
is you could be wrong about something until you get, or you could think you're totally right about something until you get new information and then you realize you're wrong. And you're like, oh, fuck. I'm yeah. okay to change this. That yeah. is perfectly fine. Yeah. Perf- it's okay. I have been wrong. I have been wrong about so many fucking things. Yeah. I go back yeah, on past podcasts. That- yeah. And you know what? <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yeah. And like you- we, 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 every six months or so, we talk about like deleting some of the podcasts we don't like anymore and we yeah. don't do it. Cause guess what? Um, it's out there now. And like, if we, if we deleted them, we would be just as bad as everybody else. Just as fucking bad. We do. And we've got bad takes. We've, we've taken bad takes, but guess what? People change. People evolve. Um, I bet you some people look at me and they can think of what my whole political scheme is based on the way I look. Let me tell you, you're, you're way fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you're real. You're really, you're really wrong. You're really, really wrong. But I, I just want to harp on, well, not even harp, but I want to piggyback on what Ryan said. One last thing before we start closing this out today. Mm emotional thinking versus critical thinking those yep. are two very opposite sides of a, of a thinking spectrum so to speak oh, yeah emotional thinking and i've been fucking i've been on this train many many times and i've worked myself to get off this train emotional thinking leads down very bad roads it leads down bad thoughts it leads down bad ideals it leads down a lot of weird shit like when we're talking about our kids and we emotionally snap at them and we, we, we end up giving them ideas that they're going to grow up with. And we're like, well, we never raised you that way. Instead of sitting down and being after the fact, like, Hey, critically thinking this through, you know, going through and like, I do what Ryan does. I read, like I'll read the AP and then maybe I'll read another news source here and there just to try and draw a conclusion. I'm also on a news diet right now. So I'm not really watching yeah, a lot of news. Yeah, that's, that's I do a lot really- of, Pretty, I do a really lot of news idea. diets because <laughs> yeah. uh, again, I believe that if it doesn't affect my day-to-day operations, I don't follow it. That's just a right pure belief of mine. If it doesn't follow my day-to-day or if it's not going to impact my day-to-day, I don't follow it. That's yep. just who I am. But when you, when you start moving out of this idea between emotional thinking, like, uh, the, the left is doing this and they're fucking woke culture and oh, the right's a bunch of snowflakes and blah, blah, blah. Like, I have friends on every single side of the spectrum. Yeah, so do I. My beautiful my beautiful thing is I get the opportunity to have really really tough conversations with my friends who are on all sides of the all sides of the spectrum and we could have these difficult conversations. And we don't let emotional thinking take play. Like we have a we have a ground rule that says if you need a minute to think of a of a of something yep. you don't need to answer right away. And that's actually in a great book that I read. It's called Having Difficult Conversations, a simple, a simplified guide. Right. So if anybody ever wants to have a difficult conversation, I highly recommend picking up that book and checking it out because that allowed you to build rapport and talk with people outside of your ideologies and yeah. learn to come to an understanding and an agreement with other people and saying, oh, shit, okay, I could see yeah. where I might be wrong or I could see the, where, you, where you're right. That's the fastest way to come to an understanding of people is get out there and talk to other people, get out and talk to people of other, other places, other cultures, eat their food. That's how I do it. Whenever I go somewhere, I, I'm, <clears throat> I don't, I never eat like a big chain. I'll always like go to the shittiest neighborhood and eat, <laughs> eat something. <laughs> yeah. But you, um, you brought up a very interesting <clears throat> point and I'm trying to remember what the fuck it was. Right now. Oh yeah. Um, take some time, take some time. So I, I want to relate this to something 
that you mentioned earlier, um, when you're going through a traumatic event, uh, be it physical or mental, and you're in flight or flight, um, your brain has a processing time, has time to process. Um, and it's a couple seconds because um, you're doing all of these things. You're pumping up adrenaline. You're raising your blood pressure. You're trying to oxygenate your blood fast. You're trying. And you don't think. Your body's just. Go. Doing. Just doing. Go. Doing. And you know what I'm talking about. It's it's the dead space from, you know, like when something happens to, bam, my, my training kicks in and I'm gone. Right. Um, th- there is a dead space too. It's, 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 it's significant, um, on what you're deciding like three to five seconds. It's, it's, it's a fairly large amount of time. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, it's people seem to forget that in relations to, um, traumatic things. And it's all right to stop and not let things get out of control especially when you're emotional and that goes for fucking everybody that everybody. goes for the soldier that goes for the fireman that goes for the police officer that goes the for the protester. guy getting pulled over by the police officer that yep. goes for the protester that goes for everybody stop and think before you just do so you can critically think because you cannot critically think when you're in fight or flight mode. You just you can't. can't. You, you, you absolutely you can't. Physically cannot do it. Mentally yeah. cannot do it. If, I tried. If if you do that, if you can do that, the U.S. Army wants to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> you'll make a great private one day. Yeah. No. You'll 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 be, you try, you won't be a private if you can if you can scientifically fix that. Um. Oh my god. Oh. Oh my god. If I could use just, that big time. Yeah, you you could just get people to stand there while they're getting shot at. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the army wants to talk to you right now. So my, my at the end of the day my point is so we can we can use that to talk to our children. That that concept and this is what Dave was getting at is you have an emotional reaction to something, stop for 2 seconds before you fucking scream about it in front of your kid or scream at your kid or your spouse or any of those things. Um, cause I can tell you right now, it probably isn't that bad. Right. Yeah. And you right. know, you just sat and th- you just sat and thought about it for two seconds. I, I I'm sure, I'm sure you could, you did, as a group, you can get over it if you just fucking talk about it or at least come to a conclusion that isn't necessarily like, um, you know, fucking hate each other. So. A sh- yeah. Shouting match for no reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So all that does it's- is do damage. And make yeah. it worse. So. so to wrap all this up, guys, woke's been around since the 1800s. This isn't a new phrase. It's yeah. just been coming out into the limelight for the last 10, 15 years because of because the of way assholes. social media has gone. Because yeah. of people and assholes. So if there's anything you took out of this, take a moment. Take a fucking moment today. Look at a news source that you think you're really, really big about and look at two or three other sides of it. A, a left side, a right side, and the neutral side. And then kind of form your own opinion and really just take a moment and kind of reflect. Like we're big on reflection. So we hope you kind of are too, or else you're not listening to this podcast for a reason. Uh, Other than that, man, do you have anything else? No, 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 no. I've I've rambled way too much and probably probably diluted the point. Mark, make make, make sure you get rid of everything Ryan just said. Just, Just get rid of it all. 
<laughs> just just have Dave talking for forty <laughs> minutes, going, uh huh, uh huh, yeah, okay. Mark is our wonder. Mark is our wonderful editor, by the way. Thank you. Mark. He is, and yeah. Mark will be on the show very, very shortly. I actually have to talk. Oh, to really? Him about getting, oh, yeah, okay. he's he's yeah. gonna be back on the show because well, he was one of our very first interviews. I I remember. I remember. So we're gonna we're gonna bring Mark back because he's been doing a lot too lately, and we're gonna we're gonna pump him up a little bit. I love Mark. Yeah, love Mark. Mark. Great, great. So dude. thank you guys for listening to the Fearless Fathers podcast. As always, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, make sure you hit that like button, that subscribe button, that bell, so you never miss a notification. Whether you're listening on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, wherever it is, you just don't want to miss another episode coming out. Uh, we're finally feeling better again, so uh, new episodes will be coming out weekly here for the yep. foreseeable future. Uh, continue to go out there and share this message with other dads that need this information because we all become fearless one step at a time, one day at a time. And until next time, guys, let's rethink fatherhood. Go birds. Fuck you.